and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. time. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you. Yes, Jamie, I have your mic turned on. I had to check to make sure I had the right microphone turned on. I do. So welcome in. Thank you, Chris. It is a great day for both of us. Yes. It is opening day for baseball. My team won earlier today. Your team is in the process of winning. It's been a good day. Game one on their way to the World Series. Uh, No. Because I don't want that. You and I have a lunch bet over the uh, results of the season, which is very, very exciting. And now let's talk about, it's Thursday, so you know what Thursday means? Rumor day. Rumor day. Can't wait. I have a bunch Roo. of rumors for you. Rumor day. Rumor day. And I want to... Rumor day. I'm going to start with a non-rumor. I'm going to start with a fact. Okay. Fact. PWG is no longer going to be in their current home at the American Legion Hall post. Like I said the entire time. Right. The the act the happy little accident that it forced PWG to run a bigger arena was just a precursor for what they were going to do in the exactly. future. Exactly, I, I warned you about this, Chris, and you just refused yes. to listen to me. I accept your apology, I re- Vance, and we don't need to talk about this topic any further. Yes. I remember that was exactly the point that you made on this podcast uh, when you told me how stupid I was for even thinking that PWG would be in another venue. Yet here they are. Um, one of the main, clearly the main reason why they're having to do this is the American Legion Hall post that they run is being sold. It's been sold. So and I think the the, per, the the group that bought it is gonna is gonna tear it down and, and do something else with the land. So they just don't have that place as a home anymore. And I tend to think that they had very much advanced warning of this, and that PayPal error that we talked about wasn't really much of a PayPal error as it was them testing the waters, dipping their toe in the water of a potential new venue, and it was very successful, and they realized it. So that is a little bit of interesting news. Just wanted to point out that's another prediction by Jamie that was incorrect. Let's add that to the list. John Cena fighting at WrestleMania against AJ Styles for the title. He hasn't not done that yet. John uh, AJ, AJ Styles. I'm sorry. Uh, Jinder Mahal beating Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. Again, I, I get incomplete for that. I don't. I don't no, you don't get incomplete. It didn't happen. It's incomplete. They never fought, so I get incomplete. Uh, 205 Live. If I put that bet in on Bovada, I get my money back. 205 Live uh, will not be a show when 2019 begins. You don't know it's yet. not trending in the right direction for you on that. You're not trending in the right direction. Well, no, because they gave it. They gave it to, to Papa Hunter, to try to fix. That's right. You always have to. You always have to factor that in. All right, I got a bunch of Meltzer rumors here for you. I'm gonna read them. Give me your thoughts. Is this where I rate them on the Meltzer scale? I can't remember no, what my no. gimmick this is. This is just where you just talk about the rumors with me. We talk about a lot of rumors. I never know which day is which gimmick. Shane McMahon seems to be set to wrestle at WrestleMania, and Meltzer thinks it's insane that it is being allowed, and that Shane is up for doing it. Uh, again, I'm not going to pretend to play a doctor on this program or on television or really anywhere. Uh, well, what, we, don't, we are not on television, so. Uh, well, you don't know that. I do, actually. Hidden cameras could be in this entire room. You wouldn't know. Per, per, I guess so, yes. <laughs> okay. I guess there could be hidden cameras somewhere. Oh, I, I, if he is medically cleared to compete, then he can compete. If he can't, he can't. Like, I, I, I put... 
I put some level of trust in outside doctors and pers- and then their personal doctors to make those decisions. I, if they get if he gets cleared, if he's allowed to leave the hospital, and, they and say I believe he's fine, he was discharged. Or leave the local medical facility. Yeah, Excuse local, me, sorry, a, Vince. The local medical facility. How then, dare you? He's over. Because you know why you said that. You don't have your headset on. You know. You know. You know what's stupid? Oh. Just in general. Okay. Is being perfectly healthy and jumping off the top of hell in the cell. I guarantee you, whatever ailment he has right now, he will take. He will have a less risky WrestleMania this year than he did last year. Two years ago. And two years ago. Two years ago, and just a less risky match than he had with Kevin Owens several months ago. True. Rusev Day merchandise sales have led to Rusev being pulled from the Battle Royal and put into the Fatal 4-Way for the United States Championship. Good. I'm just, I'm just confused as to why they why now. The t-shirt sales have been good for Rusev yeah, Day shirts forever. It's, it's a weird... Did they wake up one day and just find the piece of paper that said he had the top-selling shirt and went, oh, maybe we should do something about this. Again, the justification makes sense. It's just... But it should have been three months ago. Yeah. It shouldn't have, yeah, I mean, you, that, you should have made this move three months ago. Sports Illustrated reporting that Rey Mysterio is going to be Braun Strowman's partner at WrestleMania. Meltzer, however, says that no one has brought up WrestleMania to Rey Mysterio, uh, but, he, that, but, but that he wouldn't be adverse to that spot. I, I saw an interview where Rey Mysterio said that his bicep injury uh, would probably preclude... preclude pre- no, no, we're doing this. I'm going to make you do this. Preclude him from being able to participate at WrestleMania. So he's probably out. Uh, he did fly to Birmingham to get his arm checked out for WWE as part of the negotiations. And then I got one more juicy one for you here, you Jamie. Hulk Hogan could be coming back in a role where he would talk about how stupid he was to have said what he did with it being a redemption forgiveness story and figuring enough time has passed that his return wouldn't be controversial. Uh, he's wrong. He is in Vince or he is in Meltzer? Well, the, the he is in Vince. Okay. Like, I I don't... Now, there's a direct quote from WWE. What does it say? uh, Quote, his appearance at tonight's HBO premiere of the documentary, because Hulk Hogan is supposed to be at the Andre documentary premiere tonight, and his plans to help others learn from his mistakes does not mean WWE is rehiring him. Hogan is not scheduled to be at any upcoming WWE events. Well, good. That's a very PR answer, though. Yeah. Because if he's not signed, of course he's not... Yeah, if they're negotiating, if, it's, uh, if they're negotiating, of course he's not scheduled to appear. They're to saying WWE a events. whole lot of nothing. Right, right that, that's a that's a lot of nothing in one thing, in one little blurb there. Uh, we have a Matt Hardy mower of lawn shirt. It just says mower of lawn with him a picture on the lawnmower. Whatever. No, all right. Jamie's in a very just weird mood today. I don't know what. Your team is winning in a baseball game. Relax. No, it's it's, it's like okay. Every time I turn around, I get more work work piled on. Oh, sorry. I, yeah. like, oh, let's do the podcast oh, and then uh, yeah. world's tiniest violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris. I'll play the world's tiniest. Violin. You think? No, I'm playing the world's smallest violin for you because you think I feel bad for you. I don't feel no, bad I for you. No, I know you don't feel bad for me because I'm because I'm mean to you. Yes, we're in a feud. We're in a real life feud outside of the office. Uh, Dave Meltzer on the WWE going to Saudi Arabia. Quote: You can't expect high morals from a major corporation and doubly so from a wrestling promoter. I want to talk about these quotes first. Okay, that's. That does not, just because you can't, just because I shouldn't and can't expect high morals from any major company and doubly so from a wrestling partner, which by the way, Dave Meltzer is 100% accurate when he says that, right? When we talk about a major company, we shouldn't expect a major company to have morals, okay? They just know. No company does. And wrestling promoter, wrestling is, 
a business where morals go out the window, ethics go out the window. Just look back to the territory days to get your answer there. The problem that I have is just because that those two things are true, just because I can't expect high morals from a major corporation and doubly so from a wrestling promoter does not mean that you can't call them out for it, that their hypocrisy is allowed to stand because that is the thing that I constantly bring up on this show. This is a company that touts their morals, right? They tout, oh, look at the women's, what, what are we calling it? Are we, are we calling it a revolution? I believe it's evolution. evolution. Is, is it evolution? Okay. Is it evolution today? Okay. They're calling it a women's evolution, and they talk about all the diversity. And, and every time they're on television, they throw in my face all the things they do with Susan G. Komen and the V Foundation and Connor's Cure and, and, and here, the Warrior Award. All those things that they throw in our faces, right, constantly on their television of look at how good we are. Look at how high our morals are because look at the good that we're doing in the community. Look at the good that WWE does, right? They do that. I don't ask them to do that. You don't ask them to do that. No fan asks them to do that. They do that. Why do they, why do, they do that? Because they want to be looked at as a company with integrity, a company that has morals, and a company that does good, right? Yes. That's what they want. So when that is the, is the basis that they are showing, I'm not projecting it on them. You're not projecting it on them. No wrestling fan is projecting this idea that they are this good, wholesome company that does good. They're projecting that image. When they're the ones projecting that image and then they do things that counter that exact image, they deserve to be called out on it. Absolutely they do. And you cannot, and I'm not, I'm not trying to call Meltzer out because he does a very good job and he's one of my favorite journalists, just pure journalists in any field. But you can't tell me that I can't expect high morals from a company that directly tells me that they have high morals with well, their actions. It, it depends on the context in which he's saying that because there's a way to say it of it yeah, is almost flippantly. Well, I mean, you can't expect these companies to have high morals versus saying that – I'm not sure he's justifying it as much as just saying – He's writing it off as saying, well, what do you expect? Well, I mean – And that to me is wrong because the WWE has – they have con control the message, correct? Yes. You control the message as a company. No, no matter what business you're in, you want to control the message of how people view your company. That is what they do with all of the decisions they make. Do you think, Jamie, and, and, I, and I know this is going to come off as an attack, but Jamie, do you think they turn the ropes pink every month or every October because the breast cancer awareness and cancer awareness is something that they truly believe in? Or do they like the good PR of it? A little bit. A little bit of both. And the good PR is a part of it. So they care about their image, and they do these things to get an image. Everybody does it. Yes. Every company all over the place does stuff for their image. So when, when, when WWE, and this is the example that I'll use because this is what we talk about, when they do something that is bad for their image, you can't just write it off as, oh, well, what do you expect? No, you can't do that. You have to call them out for their hypocrisy here. They throw in our face the women's evolution, the women's revolution that they're doing, and yet they're going to take this money from Saudi Arabia. They're going to enter a 10-year deal, which, by the way, goes beyond just this Royal Rumble that these women aren't going to be able to compete in. Do you think during this 10-year agreement women are ever going to be able to go over there? I would no. be surprised. A lot, lot, I mean, a lot can change in 10 years, but I'd be surprised. So this is not just a one-time thing. This is an agreement that WWE willfully – I cannot talk today – willfully entered – for the next 10 years, knowing the repercussions that it would have for their women's wrestlers. To me, that is, a, that is a problem, and that needs to be discussed, and that question needs to be asked, and I wish somebody would ask it. 
I wish somebody would ask it of, and you brought this up, I wish somebody would ask it of Stephanie McMahon. Absolutely. She's the person this you question needs to be addressed to. You need to ask her, you call yourself the, the leader, the person that spearheaded the women's revolution, evolution, whatever word you want to call it. Why is this okay? Why did you sign off on this? Yeah. I, and th that's the biggest thing to me because my thought would be, look, these decisions get made in companies all the time where they go after the, the almighty dollar versus whatever morals they might have. And they like the good PR for, of course. for, for the good stuff. But this the, is an example of the bad be, stuff. Is, again, it comes back to being consistent. When you want to throw yourself out there and you, you love to throw yourself out there as a company to say, we are promoting women. We are promoting women as equals and that they can end the show. They can have main events. They can have the same match types as men. And you basically beat your chest that we are holier than that. Correct. We are better than you or we're better than the idea of what you think professional wrestling is. And then you do something like this and then you don't address it. And my thing is where's Stephanie McMahon on this? Like she's perfectly fine being in – and again, so maybe somebody told her not to address it. So this is not necessarily an attack on Stephanie McMahon. It's an attack on the company's decision. She's perfectly fine standing in that women's uh, WWE 24 special – about how all these awesome things that we're doing for women. Oh, because it's because it's good PR. It's good PR, but now you have you have an issue and you're nowhere to be found. And that is why I'm not willing to write it off as you shouldn't expect this from a company. Well, no. I should accept it from them because that's what they've told me to accept with what they do with all of the good that they do, quote unquote, right? If you're gonna throw all the good in my face and tell me how great you are, that does not excuse you from ignoring the bad. You have to address the bad as well. That is, the, that is the problem I have with this. If you want to come out and say, we made this decision because it was in the best business interest of the WWE, if you want to make a statement and say that, okay, fine. I'll be critical of your decision, and I will come on this show and read your statement and be critical of it, but at least you've addressed it. What are they doing? They're ignoring it. Look at the fabulous Moolah stuff, Jamie. The only reason why they addressed it was because their pocket got hurt. Because Snickers, and more importantly, the parent company of Snickers, Mars, went to them and said, look, we're getting a lot of heat. We're getting a lot of feedback that this is a bad decision. You got to do something about it or we're going to pull the sponsorship. Yeah. That's the only way they changed it. Of course. Because and by the way, that's coming. the way things change in business a lot. Correct. It's, whereas this, it's again, follow the money. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't normally get this heated about these issues because I, I know going in that these big corporations really don't care what somebody like me think. But it's just a slap in the face to everybody involved in your company. When you tout as and, – and this goes back to my point of being so critical of the, of the women's revolution as a whole where they just base it on all these firsts. They base it on the PR stunt that you do all of this and then you turn around and do something like this where you are going to a place where women cannot wrestle and you don't even address it. So to me, it's just it, it's just it's upsetting, really. It, it's it's upsetting and frustrating because I think the women on this roster deserve better than that. And and you know what, Jamie? Maybe they got an answer. Maybe some of them have asked the question, and they got an answer that they're satisfied with. Because honestly, Jamie, I don't see a lot of them getting angry about this. No, but I also understand that they can't. No, but somebody else can. Some women, women's wrestlers. And other promotions can. They could, and, and but they you, won't. And, you, and you're not seeing it. But they won't. I know. And that's what, that's what upsets because me. Because it's, it's, it's bad for their potential future employment. And that's why they won't do, won't do it. And it's very frustrating. That's why somebody uh, – again, this is one of those things where wrestling journalism is a interesting breed. Uh, because that's a question that needs to be asked by a journalist to WWE and particularly to Stephanie McMahon. 
but I don't know if you're going to get a hold of. Bunch That's of other question asked. When's the next uh, next uh, shareholders meeting? Well, the next Triple H will do a conference call next week. Oh yeah, for takeover. because he does one for takeover. Yeah, it's going to get asked. I wonder if somebody asks him. I wonder. I'm I'm hoping because I know I think Mike Johnson is on these calls. Uh, I know Sean Ross Sapp, who I've mentioned here on the show before, at Fightful.com. He's on these calls. Uh, I think Meltzer sometimes on these calls. Somebody ask the question, please. Please, somebody ask the question. Uh, Jamie, I have a couple of other notes from the Observer here. The belief is that the SmackDown Top 10 list is already done. Already out. SmackDown Top 10 list, done, donezo, it's over, uh, and that they, they did the angle for the rude Orton thing, and that was it. Great. Really, really appreciate that you took a really good idea and you ruined it in two weeks and then you got rid of it. Pretty much. That's, that's really great. Um, UFC TV rights negotiations not going well. A split with Fox seems likely. Fox is showing greater interest in WWE. Yeah, we started to get that sense. The UFC Fox stuff got really quiet and that was usually bad news. When it gets that far along the process and then nobody says anything, it usually means things fell apart and it looks like they have. Jamie, were you planning on wrestling in New Orleans next week? I, I was not. I, had, I Again, my phone is here for okay. Vince McMahon to call me, but I, was, I have not received – I have not been booked. Okay. I will tell you, if you do get booked from an indie promoter, uh, these are the moves you cannot do in Louisiana based on the Louisiana Wrestling Commission or some commission that they have that sanctions and regulates wrestling. Uh, you can't do any variation of the pile driver. You can't do any variation of the power bomb. You can't do a moonsault, a shooting star press, or a 450 splash, or any variation thereof which involves one wrestler leaping or flipping off the ropes or turnbuckles to contact the head or neck of the opponent with any part of his body. Uh, you can't do the stun gun of any variation thereof which results in one fighter's head or neck being dragged, draped, or clotheslined across the ropes. Uh, you can't strike a wrestler's head with an object, a chair, trash can lid, anything like that. And no wrestler shall throw, push, shove, or force another out of the ring or over the top rope. Which to me means we can't have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal or the uh, WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Except... Uh, the WWE and Ring of Honor both get uh, exemptions Bingo. for this. Uh, so this only affects the other and independent why, scenes. why do you think that is? Uh, because they make the, the city of New Orleans money. Ah, once again, the follow... Not the buzzards. Follow the money. Uh, by the way, uh, it's also noted in the Lu- in the Louisiana Commission that all wrestlers must be clean shaven. So the Yankees. Well. Uh, by the way, uh, one of the comments on the Reddit post that talked about the list of banned news, a uh, banned moves, uh, talked about how many times over the weekend does Kota Ibushi break those rules? Because Kota Ibushi yeah. is not li- listening to some stupid commission on what wrestling moves you can and cannot do. I'm just here to tell you that's not happening. Uh, so WWE Ring of Honor not subject to those uh, those list of banned moves and those commission rules. Uh, they get an exemption for that. Uh, Jamie, this would be a bit of a shorter episode today, but I got one more thing I would like to talk to you about. Maybe it devolves into a whole other conversation that we uh, that we end up talking okay. about. I was watching an up up down up up down down video uh, out there in the office just a little while ago. Okay, it was a they were playing WWE 2K18. It was it was a uh, you know a invitational they were calling it. And the first round match in this Invitational was Asuka against The Miz, okay? And I will tell you that Asuka, as, as we know, English is not her first language. She was not speaking in, in she, she was saying words in English, but not, you know, talking like the way The Miz or, or Biggie or Xavier or any of those guys talk because English isn't her first language. Uh, that is the most charisma she has ever had in, every, in anything she has ever done on the WWE uh, television product in any capacity. Uh, and they need, and I've said this before and I will say this again, 
They need to let these people, the men, the women, everybody on their show, show their true personality. Asuka was playing a video game and showed more emotion and showed more charisma than she's had in any segment on WWE television. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the disconnect. I, Let I, them I, show look, that... I understand them wanting people to cut promos in a language the majority of their audience understands. I understand that. However, I think there are times, particularly in the case of, let's say, Asuka, Shinsuke Nakamura a little bit, but particularly Asuka... Because I think Shinsuke's promo ability is better than Asuka's in English. Um, Yes. You're so obsessed with putting all of these graphics. Words. You're so obsessed with putting words on the screen when people talk. Stupid New Day entrance graphics. So why don't you put subtitles up for Asuka when she cuts a promo in Japanese? You want to control the message. What better way to control the message by than you putting up the words of the promo? Right. There's no, there's no, what, what is the negative? What's the negative? The negative is that you, you would prefer the promo to be cut in English because that's the, that is the language the majority of your audience understands. That's it. That's it. There's no but other are, negatives. But are you saying, but you can still convey the message with the subtitles. Yes, but it's, it's, it's not quite the same. But to me, it's a much better alternative than what they're doing now. Uh, yes, because I don't think they're doing anything. But I'm just saying, the, her charisma, she was into the video game. She was jumping around and, and screaming, and Miz was having a good time, and everybody, Big E was having a good time, and Xavier was having a good time. I just don't know why they, they, they don't get to show that personality on television. Why, do they, why are they scripted so much? They're put in a box. Yes. Everybody is put in a box. And for a company that... that prides themselves because they constantly remind us that they're not a wrestling show they're this they're a sports entertainment show by the way daniel bryan said he was going to get in the ring and wrestle and i thought he was going to get fired on the spot for using the w word on television they they pride on themselves on being in that ring and sports entertain they pride themselves on being a sports entertainment company which means their characters are what drive their show their characters are some of the worst thing in wrestling right now the Cody Rhodes character is more compelling to me than anything on WWE television. And I'm excluding NXT because Ciampa and Gargano don't count. Kenny Omega is a, a more intriguing character. Being the elite does sports entertainment better than WWE does right now. Clearly. Why do you not let these superstars showcase their charisma, their personality? Why do you not let them do that? Because they're afraid. Afraid of what? That somebody will say something they shouldn't. And that is it. Don't, you don't, don't yell at me. I'm not, I'm not saying they should do that. I'm just telling you they're afraid. It's crap is what it is. It's crap. Well, it's why their show isn't good. It's why, the, it's why there's nobody that transcends anymore. Because you, you, have, you have to talk like it's people It's why Daniel talk. Bryan is so successful. Yeah, you have to talk like people talk. Like you, you have to. Right. You have to blur that line of reality and a work. And they can't, you can't do that when everybody sounds like they're reading a movie script. I know, and it's just frustrating because I go and see those YouTube videos of Up, Up, Down, Down, and I'm like, wow, where's that on television? Like Roman. Yeah. Roman goes on there, and I'm, I love that Roman character. Have you character. heard Roman in, like, off-the-movie off interviews? He's sarcastic. He's funny. He's everything they don't let him be on the air. Take the script that you hand him and rip it up. Don't. Why are you yelling? I know. I'm very angry. You're yelling today. at her. I'm very angry today. That was very loud. I'm going to turn my mic down a little bit. 
Don't script these guys and gals. Let them be them. Give them bullet points. And if, there's, if, there, if there are certain people you worry about their promo abilities, uh, Ronda Rousey, then you know what? You help them a little bit more. Give them more bullet points. Help them. Have the writer, have the agent meet with that person and say, this is what we want you to do. This is, our, this is what we suggest you do to get from here to there. If you come up with something better while you're in the ring, go ahead. But this is what we want you to fall back on if you can't think of anything. Where's that? I just, I just don't understand. I don't get it. And I'm angry. And it should be an exciting day because it's opening day. And, Jamie, you made me angry. Good. You made me angry, and I'm upset now. And, and I don't I – don't. by the way, can I read you this kayfabe news headline before we get out of here? Yes. Cena furious after Undertaker accepts WrestleMania challenge from Heath Slayer. That's all I got for him. Okay. Anything else, Jamie? That's all for I'm me. Gonna say, I'm a, we're we're going to get out of here. Short little episode today. We're going to be back tomorrow. It's Friday. And it's the last weekend before WrestleMania. So I'm going to take the opportunity – I'm going to try to sell Jamie on wrestling, but I'm going to go into tomorrow knowing his, his excuse for why he's not going to watch wrestling this weekend is because he's going to watch a whole lot of wrestling the next weekend, and I'm just going to accept it. But we will do everything that we normally do. We'll get into some rumors. Two rumors and a lie will return tomorrow, I promise. I will work on that tomorrow for Jamie so he can play that game. We will get into the entire weekend of wrestling, uh, pre-WrestleMania weekend. We'll get into that. We'll talk about anything else that may happen here over the next 24 hours. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at FRS Slam. You can also go to FRSSlam.com as well. Uh, the podcast can be found on Anchor, FRS Slam Radio. It's also on iTunes, FRS Slam Radio there. And for you Android listeners, you can also find it on Pocket Casts and Overcast. Just Google FRS Slam Radio. And you can also find it on the Twitter account and on the website. Uh, we post it there as well. All right, that is going to do it for us here today, guys. We will talk to you tomorrow.